Hello, what's up, world? It is me, Mr. Steve. And I am all alone today. I don't like it. I don't have Batch. Batch could not make it to this episode. But that is okay. We will keep going. <coughs> Batch. No, he's not here. Um, this is going to be a solo episode here. Can be quite a fun one. I can't wait for you guys to hear what I had. What I had? No, who I had? Who I had on this podcast today? We have a great interview. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to say I hope everyone is doing okay. Um, holidays can be kind of rough. They can be kind of tough for a lot of people, as far as whether you have family or you're missing your family or. You've lost some loved ones. We've had some tough years lately. And I just want to give you all a shout out and let you know, you know, it's okay to feel shitty. It's okay to not want to celebrate this year. And maybe this year isn't the best Christmas. And, you know, that's okay. Because there's next year and the year after. Feeling those unwanted feelings of non-holiday excitement is totally okay. Embrace that. Try not to force it too much. But uh, that's what I'm going through. So I wanted to express that. Other people, I'm sure, are feeling the same way. If you've struggled with loss or a lot of mental health issues or you're just not feeling this year, well, just don't feel it. But to flip it, if you are feeling it, and today, well, not today, but this year is the most exciting Christmas for you. Well, happy motherfucking Christmas time. Because it's December, and Christmas is my favorite time of the month of the year. God, I can't talk today. I love Christmas so much. It's so fun. There's so many lights. There's so many people. Just so excited to do things. Christmas trees, decorations, eating shit food, which I love doing. Um, But fucking enjoy it. Get the biggest Christmas tree that won't fit in your house. House, Go watch Elf a million times. All the classics. I don't know. Whatever the hell it is you want to do, do it. But. Remember it's okay not to be okay. And just keep living the best life you can. Have some positive energy. Listen to pop punk. Maybe, you know. Drink a lot of water. That was for you, Batch. Because you're not here. And you'd yell about drinking water and. I'd tell some really weird dick jokes or some fun facts that you'd hate. <sighs> A lot of good stuff around the pop punk going on, though. Um, quickly just talk about some of the pop punk crazy news going on around there. If you didn't know, let's update you right now. We got Knucklepuck, one of the great OG bands, coming up, doing some of the greatest shit ever. Uh, they recently announced their 2022 tour dates for the more North America and the UK and Europe, as well as dropping a new single entitled Levitate. The first song to drop from the band since their album in 2020, appropriately named 2020. Uh, Knuckle Puck is set to hit the road with Hot Mulligan, Meet Me at the Altar, and Anxious in February of 2022. 
it's gonna be fucking sick, dude. I don't know about you, but I definitely want to hit that up when they come to Boston. They're playing the um the Big Night Live March eighth. It'll be in Philly March 9th at the Theater of Living Arts, Baltimore, the Soundstage on the 10th. It keeps going, New York, Cleveland. It's going to be fucking insane. So if you can go check that out, check that out. Other pop punk news I want to talk about. Let's see. We got Neck Deep. They are coming to a close on their U.S. tour. So if you're going to go see them, you have like basically a week left to do so. If not, no time at all. I'm pretty sure it ends in a few days. And then you got the UK Europe tour, which starts January and February 2022. So get ready for Neck Deep. Any UK fans out there listening, uh, it's going to be absolutely insane. Um, Neck Deep always puts on a fucking banging ass show. And I don't know if anyone's interested, but tonight you have Silverstein with special guest, A Plot in You, and one of our favorites on this podcast, Can't Swim, Friday, December 10th, tonight at the Palladium. And lastly, but not least, we have one of the biggest announcements ever. You're fucking knocked loose on tour with movements and Koyo. This is going to be absolutely insane. Spring tour of 2022 announced all across the U.S., dude. It's going to be absolutely, absolutely insane. I cannot wait. Knock Loose is one of the hardest, best bands out there. Movements, not sure why they're on tour with them, but I'm super stoked because they sound completely different. And we got Koyo, who you saw with no pressure, you know can put on a hard-ass show. Great pop punk, great easy core. Going to be insane. Get ready. Go check that out. Tickets will be going on sale today. Today, it started at 10 a.m. So if this didn't drop by then, get fucking ready. Get ready, that shit's gonna sell fast. So, without further ado, today's episode is going to be extremely fun. I had an amazing time doing this interview, and I can't wait for you guys to hear. We have the one and only Olive. She is a pop punk emo TikToker. She creates amazing, amazing content on TikTok. It's pretty fucking hilarious. She does everything from voiceovers to just talking about some of her favorite top pop punk bands. She has a good insight and a good mindset on what pop punk is and just music in general. It doesn't even have to be pop punk. Um, I have her on here. We talk a lot about mental health, uh, struggles we've gone through, how important the gym is to us, getting your head clear, other things that can be heard on this podcast. We talk about how it is day-to-day living as somebody who is, you know, famous off TikTok and makes a living off TikTok, and it's it's a really great interview. She was very sweet, very kind, and overall, just a really fun-ass interview. Probably one of my favorites, to be honest. We had a lot of similarities, but anyways, I'm rambling here, and you want to fucking find out and listen for yourself, so without further ado, I'm gonna bring on the one and only... Olive the TikToker. Hi. Yo, what up, dude? <laughs> Not much. I like your hat. Hell yeah. Yo, you see no pressure too? Yes, I know. You're just like repping all of Parker. Like. Oh, dude, Parker Cannon's my daddy. I don't care what anyone says. I, I would, <laughs> I, I would, that. I would do anything for that guy. I got to meet him one time though. Really? I've yeah. never met him. Yeah, I just met him. Um, the No Pressure Tour in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, Koyo opened up a couple other bands, but before he's just chilling with everybody. He's just like hanging out. He's like doing That's nothing awesome. different. 
Yeah, there was probably like maybe 150 people. I feel like it's like restarting almost. It's like, you know, the story so far got so big and like yeah. kind of changed through sound. And then it's like, he's like, I want to go back to small. So I'm just going to start a new band to do that. That ass. No, that's serious. That's what he said. He was like, I can't do this anymore. Cause I was like, yo, this is cool. You're just like watching a band and you're talking to me and my buddy, Nick. Um, And he was like, yeah, this is what I love. I love interacting. And like, he's like, I love the boys with the story, but like, this is the shit I really love. And I was like, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It was dope. I got to talk to him. Me and my buddy, Nick, um, he's not going to be on this episode. Uh, he couldn't make it. He's got work in the morning early. So, but um, he was, me and him were talking to him like a half hour, a half hour after the show. And he was just explaining how like important this was for him and how he just lost his dad and how great like this just made him feel. And it was just really cool to be able to connect with such a big name that I thought I'd never even get like a handshake yeah no I feel like I would be like starstruck even though like in the (laughs) scheme of things it's like Parker's not like the most famous person but like in our community it's like you're like one of the biggest names in pop punk (laughs) hell yeah yeah no he's like yeah exactly you said that totally right um so first off dude thank you so much for coming on I appreciate it Mm -hmm. thank Um, you for having me (laughs) hell yeah um so is it how do you say it is it Olive or Olivia what is like how do you say it just olive yeah all right olive all right because i did like an opening for the pod before and i was like it's olive or olivia i'm gonna find out so i wanted to know um so yeah my name's steven um i know i briefly told you a little bit about us so it's just a podcast where we literally have no structure we don't do anything crazy if you want to leave after 10 minutes just let me know i don't care it doesn't matter uh we just talk about literally everything and anything and um on top of that the reason I wanted to bring you on because you're such a big pop punk and emo TikToker influencer and like you have such a big like surrounding and like fan base when it comes to that and that's how I found you was through TikTok Mm -hmm. and it was just like hilarious first off and it just caught everyone's attention because you're so eccentric with like your colors your tattoos and and everything about you is just like popping so I was like, I got to have her on. And then I also seen you really like the gym and yeah, I do. <laughs> working out. And I'm extremely into that. And yeah, I just wanted to shoot the shit with you and talk a little bit. And that's basically literally it. All right. That sounds good to me. I'm flattered to be here. Like this is, I've never done a podcast. So uh, this is my first time. All right. We're it. So Olive, like, okay. So since you said that, what, um, how are you feeling right now about doing this? Is this like weird for you? I'm feeling nervous. You sound, you seem <laughs> um, nervous. Like, it, it's not like super weird for me. Like I like, like I go live and stuff and I like talking on live, but yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's nerve wracking because it's a new thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, no worries either. And like, yeah, I was like, I wonder what, cause like I was talking to my buddy. I was like, I wonder what like she was thinking when we asked her to come on, like, why did they want me to come on or were you just like all right cool <laughs> I was like this is cool yeah I was just right. like sick um I have somebody else ask me to do a podcast too but I think it's gonna be like in December sometime so like you guys asked after them but I'm doing your podcast first yeah that's right take that even mm-hmm. though they're probably really cool <laughs> I have I have no idea I, right. I I forget what the podcast is called but it seems like pretty cool too <laughs> all right bet all right cool so Uh, I want to just break the ice a little bit even more and just kind of just be like, um, so like, I already know a bunch about you through like social media and stuff. And I know Mm -hmm. you know nothing about me. So I'll just talk about me a little bit. And then 
that's about and then i'll ask you a few questions about like yourself but so like i said my name's steven we started this podcast because like we just think mental health is like super important and i feel like there's just a huge stigma on it and suicide and all that stuff like before covid was a big thing and now with covid it's even worse and what we're trying to do here with this podcast is specifically just you know even if it helps one person just get through a shitty breakup or they got grounded because they're 15 and whatever, or if it's as serious as they want to, you know, end their life and maybe this can help them. That's what we're all about. And we find that in pop punk music, hardcore music, all like basically the scene and genre that you know about. We find that that's our key to saving our lives a bunch of times with their lyrics and the music. And we just want to share that with people and just be like, Hey, listen to this badass song or, we talk about lyrics that save our lives in songs and um, that's kind of what we're about. And then as far as like me personally, um, I just got into pop punk, you know, just like everyone else, probably like two thousands, just blink One Eighty Two was the first band for me. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it just, I kind of went more punk, like black flag rancid um, circle jerks, minor threat and stuff. And then, then I started getting into the story so far. And that's like the band that Parker like saved my life. I found quicksand and I was like, what is this under soil and dirt? And I didn't know what to mm -hmm. do with myself. <laughs> and then um, from there, um, just about myself, I play hockey. I work out a shit ton because that helps my mental health so much. And uh, other than that, yeah. So that's a little background about the pod and myself personally, I wanted to share with you. Well, nice to meet you, Steven. <laughs> um, very cool. Uh I think you're totally on point with like music and just like the importance of it with mental health and like the podcast idea is super cool with that. And I don't know, just like music podcasts in general, I think are very cool. Oh yeah. Um, appreciate that. Um, so what about you besides everything I'm going to talk about with what I see on social media, talk to me about yourself. Like who are you? Um, well, uh, I am, uh, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'm 26. I guess that's how I'm going to start out with that. But um, okay. I, uh, I like, I've been listening to like, as far as music, like I've been listening to like pop punk and emo music since like, I think like 2004 was like, you know, um, Sugar We're Going Down came out and I did not know what pop punk was or like anything. I was just like, I like this song. Um, and then like my older friend like showed me um, like she would burn me CDs and she was like seen. She was like three years older than me and she was like a scene kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like she got me into a bunch of music and then from there it kind of like expanded. So on the music side, it's kind of like that. But like um now I don't know. I'm uh I I'm a full-time content creator, um, which is really cool. I was an engineer, like a civil engineer, um, for like five years. No um, shit. but I was able to quit that, yeah, in um in like June. Um and I never thought that would happen. I just started creating content and like being more online because I was bored because of the pandemic. <laughs> and then it became my job and it's freaking wild to me. Um, but so yeah, that, and then like, obviously I love um, lifting. I've been lifting for eight years now. Um, I've done powerlifting, um, bodybuilding, and I think those are the only types of competitions I've done. Uh, now I'm just kind of chill doing it for fun. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I like getting tattoos, obviously. And yeah. <laughs> um, I love my cat who is sitting uh, right next Yo, to let me. Let me see this little kitty. Oh, hello. Okay. You look like you're angry or really comfortable. <laughs> He's very comfortable. He's purring. Oh, that's sick. That is so yeah. cool. 
Um, but yeah, I love cats. He is 14 years old and I love like saving old cats. If I could have another one, I would, but he hates other animals. So, um, it's just him right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the one and special one. That's really cool. That's really awesome. Um, yeah. I love that you said all of that. Cause that's fucking really, I did not know that you started creating content due to COVID and that you were an engineer before that. I think that's fucking wild. And it I really, very wild. I want to kind of dig into that. Like, you know, like how the fuck. <laughs> first off how does it feel being a content creator and like how like i mean don't get into money and stuff like that but like how the fuck do you live off that like that's crazy how that like just transitioned so fast it's so wild like so i mean i never expected anything like this i it's just like i started it as like a side hustle but not because i needed to but because i was bored and i like I like being annoying online basically is yeah. mostly it. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll try to make some money off of it. And um, nothing really happened. And then I started TikTok and like my first TikTok I posted was just me like in my bathroom. I was like, hey, I'm 25. I don't know how to make TikToks. And <laughs> then I was like, and this is my butt. And I just sat on my stage yeah. countertop like I always do. Yep. And like, I didn't, I had zero followers, zero views, zero everything. I woke up the next day with like two to 3,000 followers. And then that video got like almost, like, I think it has 2 million views now. What the fuck? It was fuck? my first TikTok. That's like, that's what I'm saying. Yo, so it's true. It just happens overnight, I guess. Yeah. And I was just like, that was shitty. I was like, that was not meant <laughs> to be a good TikTok. Yeah. Um, and then after that, like, I didn't know there was a music side of TikTok really. Mm -hmm. Um, but I made like one like bopper flop type of TikTok because yep. like I saw somebody sound and I was like, oh, I didn't know people like posted about this type of music on here. And so I started doing that and those videos would get a lot of traction. So I just like kept it up and I was like, I have so many music based ideas that like I could make this like my niche. Yeah. Like, um, but I had never planned on doing that with TikTok. Like I didn't know that existed. Um, and then so that kind of just took off so much that I didn't really have to promote myself in any way, but on TikTok with music and um, yeah, the making money from it, like it just got to a point where I was so busy in my, like when I wasn't working, cause I worked like nine hours a day doing engineering Jesus and then, Christ. yeah. And then I would be so busy making content and thinking of ideas and like um, trying to promote myself that like, my brain just felt fried and I was making enough money to like quit like an equal amount about. Yeah. Um, but I didn't for a while because I was like, everybody, like everybody says, it's like, Oh, that's not forever. Like, um, mm -hmm. you should like keep your day job and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, and I did that for a while. And then I was like, fuck my day job. Like, I just want to try yeah, this. Fuck for that. Now. Live but, in the moment. Yeah. I was like, if it's not forever, that's fine, but I'm not happy working. Yeah. Um, like I loved being an engineer for a while, but like, I wasn't happy for months. So, um, yeah, then I, uh, I did a six week trial period with my job where they just like, let me not work, but okay. I was still employed. Okay. Um, and then at the end of the six weeks, they were like, do you want to come back or no? And I was like, I don't think I'm going to come back. And, um, since then I have been self-employed, um, and it's, 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 it's weird. It's, um, like, it's weird because you don't think you're going to feel like you're working really. Like mm -hmm. when I imagined what, like people who like do social media stuff for a living, I was like, oh, that has to be so fun. And it's fun, but it's like, 
I definitely still feel like I'm working and I feel like I'm working more 24 seven almost because like, oh, yeah. even just like replying to people's comments is kind of working now. It's like, oh, it's yeah. weird, but I love it. I love it so much. I can tell you're definitely like, you're enthusiastic. You get excited. You're smiling. That's so, that's super cool. Cause like, A, like you're doing something that you enjoy and B, you were, you, you were smart enough to not wait 30 years later to be like, I'm miserable. And you took the initiative mm -hmm. to like jump on it, which is like super important. It's just crazy to me. Like I just started TikTok for the empty space podcast, which I think I commented on if I fall on your like, what is this sound? And it was the lighter. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. And so I was, I commented on that, but anyways, my whole thing was I, I started it and for the love of fucking God, I can't, it takes me so long to make a TikTok because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, A. And then B, when I now that like I think I'm like eight videos in, I have like this small understanding, but it takes it took me like an hour and 45 minutes to do my last TikTok, which like I'm sure if like you looked at, you'd be like, I could do that in like 20 minutes now because you know <laughs> how to do it. And yeah, that's a fucking job. That's like that's legit. You're doing that shit. Plus, like you said, you're constantly the brain's cooking and you have to. You can't like skip like you have to be on mm -hmm. it, I feel like, because I feel like if you yeah. miss a few days, it's like you start losing that attention in that um, the grab mm -hmm. towards people. Yeah, that's like the hardest part is like the relevance thing. It's like worrying that you're not going to be relevant or like for a long time, I was posting TikToks every day, I think for like six or seven months I did that. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to try every other day. And I was terrified that like, you know my whole life would go up in flames. It yeah. didn't. I'm still doing every other day, basically. <laughs> but like, it definitely is like continuous and like, it's a little uh, daunting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I myself, like right now, I'm working and I am transitioning jobs uh, and I'm going to school and I'm also going, I just started my NASM license training too. Um, so I'm balancing all that on top of editing the podcast, recording the podcast, and then I don't really do the social media that much. It's usually batch the other co-hosts, but I'll jump on every now and then. And that's enough for me. Like, I just want, mm -hmm. I would love to just do the podcast full time, but I understand that like right now is just a grind time, but I'm taking the initiative to like, like I'm, I work at one job now and I'm quitting that to go be a personal trainer and that's awesome that's, yeah it's kind of like but it took me like three or four years to realize like like you did you were like fuck engineering but i think that's really cool background because i feel like a lot of people look at uh social media and like tiktokers instagram all these people that are getting famous off this is like either lazy and it comes as like a you know an easy you just make a video but like there's a lot more to it there's a lot more pressure mm -hmm. to it too you can't like i said you can't skip a day and like you always have to be thinking, I don't, I'm just going to work and coming home. Like you got to have these I, ideas. I, I miss, I miss, I sometimes do miss <laughs> that. I'm like, I'm like when, or if my relevance just like disappears and I have no social media presence again, I'm like, I'm going to just get a regular ass job. <laughs> I'm gonna have some savings from like this stuff Smart. and I'm just going to get by and chill and hang Hell out yeah. with my friends. That's dope. That's dope. So speaking of that, where are you from? I'm from Nebraska. Nebraska. So what's the weather like? Um, today it was actually pretty nice. It was like 50 degrees um okay. and sunny. But in the winter it gets like negative 
zero negative zero negative no. i don't i don't think that's a thing, <laughs> no, that's not a thing. below zero and okay. then like in the summer it'll get into like the hundreds where are you at i'm in boston massachusetts oh i'm jealous <laughs> east coast have you ever been this side no i've no? the farthest i've been is cleveland and that's not wow. east coast no wow okay okay yeah i um <laughs> i've lived in boston or massachusetts my whole life but I did travel in my car for a couple months and just lived in it, quit my job and just like I went to Colorado. I went all across the country. Colorado is sick. Colorado's fucking dope, dude. Colorado mm-hmm. is sick. New Mexico is probably one of my favorites too. I've um, never been. Yeah, it's it's fucking dope. And then Cali was always cool, but it's always crowded, so I went up north more. But it was a dope trip. Like I slept in tents, random people's houses, just fucking played guitar to get some like extra money and like get some food. It was like so dope to travel but that's awesome yeah east coast here um so um speaking on like the social media stuff like oh actually i had one more question because you were talking about it um was it was it like like waking up not going to work um like at first i mean it still feels really cool but it like at first it was was like the whole day is mine and it's fucking weird it's like because everybody like all your friends are at work. So you're just like, what the hell do I do? Yeah. Um, but not really like after like the first week, it was just like, I need to get myself into a routine or like, I'll never get anything done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still super nice. Like I definitely do dread parts of my day, even though like I realized, like I have to like realize that like in the scheme of things, I'm like, this thing I am dreading is going to take like an hour and I'm like you just do it um that's nothing um but it's it's very nice like I've gotten to like create my whole schedule which has never been a thing for me like in college you know you have classes and then work and then I was like I was living with um my boyfriend at the time Mm -hmm. and so like even after I quit my job I would base my schedule off of his schedule so we could like do things together um yeah so now I've like completely like revamped my life and it's like I get to choose my own schedule and it's weird like I've like I'm like this is cool I finally get eight hours of sleep which is like I don't think I've gotten that (laughs) since I was like 10. Good for you though that's dope yo I don't know you but I'm proud of you that's fucking awesome. Thank you so much. That's so sick dude that makes me very I love seeing people so happy and doing things they want to do um and you always seem very happy in not just like not just you're like hey look this is a tiktok but like even your posts and some of the things you say like i know you you what recently just started a relationship with eric from uh heart attack man right yeah we're not like official but yeah we're okay. dating yeah well you're not <laughs> all right all right fair enough yeah well you, i've seen that which is cool and that makes me really happy to see too but how the fuck did that become a thing because that band is absolute straight gas I love that band so much. So I was a fan of Hard Attack Man. Like in 2018, I started listening to them when like 100 milligrams came out with that. And I don't remember the other song, but on that split. um, And I started listening to them then. And I would listen to them pretty like on and off. Um, And then I found his Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was like a long time ago. Like I had an old Twitter account that I like followed him on. And I was just like, be like wow this person is insane like I love it um and then uh once I like about like two or three months into like my TikTok like music stuff yeah um I saw he followed me on Twitter and I was like hold the fucking phone I was like yeah dude (laughs) 
and like so we were just like twitter mutuals like regular twitter mutuals not like we didn't even talk really for yeah. a while and then he started following me on instagram and we would talk casually um because we both like vintage shirts and like lifting and stuff <laughs> yep. like that um and so like we would just talk casually about that stuff and then this summer like when i went through my breakup and everything like we started like he like had started liking like my pictures on Twitter, which okay, is funny okay. because like like it's from the band account and it would oh, be shit. like <laughs> my butt pics and it'd be like heart attack fan <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And so he kept getting called out and this was like yeah, so that was super funny. And then so slowly we started to like talk more and that's kind of how that happened. Yo, dope. That's fucking so mm -hmm. cool. That's kind of surreal as shit, but yeah, I know dope. it's very surreal. Um, I, it's weird. It's cool. <laughs> Yo, good for you. Got like all these crazy things happening between blowing up on social media and then this happening, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, what'd you think of the thoughts and prayers? I love it. Um, I like, as I listened to it, like at first, like my favorite was pitch black. And then okay. my favorite was leap year. And now my favorite <laughs> is puke. Like it just, yeah, keeps yeah, yeah. Dead and like <laughs> I like I think there's like a song for almost like every mood on there too it's oh like yeah there's some angry ones and then some like happier like reflective ones and stuff like that I don't know I absolutely love, I love it yeah heart attack man is wicked fucking good wicked fucking good he also has like this edge of like differency from like the scene I feel like like his own style mm -hmm. which is really cool and he's got like like this thoughts and prayers had this like I mean I'm gonna say this but like I feel like it's with all their music they make but it just had like such like a old school like mike Vallelli, revolution mother mike v and the rats black flag vibe to it i don't know if you know any of that but that <laughs> not really <laughs> i was gonna say your I'll, face I'll told me like you I probably did. didn't like, yeah. yeah yeah totally, totally I agree. <laughs> all right so it had this like old school punk vibe to it and um cool, yeah. yeah so that's better but um no pitch black is still my favorite song um cool to me was probably like oh, up there so that was my favorite with pitch black but pitch black just I don't know. There's something about it that it just, it's so catchy. I think it has that like not a radio mm -hmm. hit, but it has that radio vibe to it where you can just sing yep. along so easily. Um, but that's fucking dope. That's cool that you're involved with that and shit too. Cause that's like, now you're even more in the scene in a sense and not like, like you're <laughs> yeah. like using it for the scene. Like you guys clearly like each other and like whatever, but I just wanted to bring that up. Cause I thought that was dope. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very cool. I like him. He's great. He's, he's a good person. <laughs> dope. Dope as shit. All right. So a few things about you that I wrote down and uh, correct me if I'm wrong or just tell me if uh, tell me um, tell me if you want to talk about them or all. So you love coffee. I love coffee. All yes. Right. What's your go to coffee then? Um, so I don't know if I like good coffee, but I like cold brew with almond milk. That's what I get everywhere I go. OK, um, I don't like iced coffee. I have oh, to have damn. cold brew. <laughs> damn. You've never had like an iced cold brew? Um, I mean, it is iced, but like, I don't like just regular because like iced coffee is like made hot and then yeah. cooled and then cold brew is made cold, obviously. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so like, I'm, I love that, but I don't own a coffee maker. I only own a cold <laughs> brew, like pitcher thing. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I love coffee. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. And then you got, um, you like to draw? I saw. I do like to draw so i'm i'm fa facetiming i'm 
doing this on my iPad right now. Yeah. Um, and I use my iPad to like draw. Um, I do, I use like Procreate, which is the app. Cool. Um, and I just draw random things. I like drawing mostly just to like calm myself down um, mm-hmm. and like not be on social media. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm drawing my friend's dog right now. She had to like uh, put her dog down. So I'm drawing her oh, dog. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry to your friend. That's really hard. I know. I know how that feels. Yeah. Yeah, I had to put two dogs down. That's never fucking easy. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I saw that you like to draw. So some of your some you don't have much on um the Instagram or probably I don't know if you have anything anywhere else, but that's cool. That no, it helps I don't you. really. <laughs> I um, I mean, I have some random things, but like I always forget to update my Instagram story with my drawings. <laughs> that's cool. That you don't have to. That's the good thing about drawing is self reflection and self medication. You know. Mm-hmm. that's important like you said it sounded like it was more like just getting away and kind of like yeah it, not being existing at the moment <laughs> yeah and I'm trying to keep it that way because I definitely like have a tendency to like make my hobbies into things that are like businesses yeah and I'm like then they're not hobbies anymore so I'm like don't monetize drawing yeah, don't act. monetize drawing because <laughs> yeah, like what's gonna happen is next people are gonna want some of your artwork or they're gonna want like every mm-hmm. tuesday can you put out some artwork it's so good or draw my dog and then it's like this isn't what i wanted yeah now it's so, like i have to draw now <laughs> yeah no nah, that's yeah all right all right so you clearly like tattoos um that's like mm-hmm. a no doubt you keep getting new ones like you just got your I hand do. done and you had like a heart on your shoulder or something right that's so oh, fucking I got, so... Oh, wait, I got, I got oh, spider, a spider the spider yo mm-hmm. so what's your style is it like old school traditional like so I, I really love old school, school traditional now, but when I started getting tattooed, I was really into those really, um, delicate looking tattoos. Like I did not like traditional at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, uh, but now I love it. And so my whole right yeah, arm yeah, is like dot work, um, fine line, which I still think is super pretty. I love this style, but now since I, I'm going to have like this arm be more like old school traditional. Um, nice. My stomach, I want old school traditional. My back is obviously ornamental. Oh, yeah. Um, and then legs is kind of a just shit show of whatever I want. Yo, I'm, I'm the same way. So I keep my right leg is literally for anything and everything. Like if I was hanging with you and working down the street and you're like, yo, you want to get a tattoo of like, like SpongeBob SquarePants? I'd be like, yeah, of course I do. Let's go. My mm-hmm. right leg is dedicated to that. Like. I already yes, have yes, Patrick from uh, from SpongeBob on my leg. That's cute. I have yes. Scyther the Pokemon. I have Michelangelo the Ninja Turtle. I have I used to tattoo, but like out of the kitchen. So I have like all these shitty fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> random things. Um, so I know the feeling about that. But that's dope. Yeah, your back piece is insane. And I know you talked about it a lot. And I know people ask a lot of questions. So I don't want you to like. You don't have to like talk about it a lot. But oh like... no, I I don't care. <laughs> well, I just I know like people probably hit you up about it a lot but yeah I saw that you said that was the worst pain you've ever felt right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like physically definitely the worst pain like it sucks like it's like the spine is like fire um and like it kind of like sucks because like your back is so sensitive but you don't think about it Mm -hmm. like it tickles when they like touch your back with their hand and then like they put the needle down and you're like oh fuck so it's just so many different sensations Damn, and how long did that take? Um, I don't know. Like, I started in October 2019, um, but I wasn't super consistent because of COVID, like, going yeah. in. Um, so I'd guess, like, 24 hours, 20, 24 hours. That's not as bad as I thought. I mean, that's a lot. No. Clearly, that's a lot. Yeah. But... Like, 
and I'm not sure like I could be completely fucking lying it could be more than that but that's like what I guess all right all right that's cool and fucking um are you adding anything to that or is that it I mean it looks good I think it's it's completely done yeah all right cool which is super nice I'm ready to be done with it (laughs) yeah I can bet I do so I feel like that's like your trademark like when people think of you it's like that with your butt on the sink and that that background of your like back just like that whole thing mm-hmm. like that's it's just like you my, <laughs> my back my my ass on a sink yep and my like dot eyeliner that that's, is true too that that's is true my brand <laughs> that's your brand that's you just come out with shirts just like that <laughs> yes yeah, those three things that's it yo that's really cool what's your next tattoo lined up um so I'm going in Friday to just finish fillers on my arm. That's not going to be super exciting, but I'm excited. Um, and then I don't have anything scheduled until March because mm-hmm. the guy I wanted to get tattooed by is like now he's booked out until like mid 2022 Holy um, fuck. or like late 2022. Damn. Yeah. So I'm getting tattooed by this uh, guy and I'm getting like a black rabbit on my arm. Okay. It's going to be like. I don't know where I'm going to put it really, but like super dark and like kind of creepy looking and I'm really excited for it. Dope, dope. Now I'm correct me because I'm not sure. Do you have your ribs done? I don't know. I don't have anything on like my, the front of my torso. I didn't didn't think you did, but I just was curious. Yeah, I got my, so I got my ribs done. I want to say like four or five months ago. It basically Mm. covers the whole entire side of my body. And, um, that was painful. That was not fun. I didn't think so. (laughs) It was not, but. I would say it it wasn't the worst pain I've ever had on a tattoo. The worst pain I've ever had is my butt. I got my butt tattooed. And it was really absolute worst. Yeah, it was the worst. Like, I almost quit. It was just terrible. But the ribs were the second worst. Um, it was only a five-hour tattoo because the guy works really fast. But, yeah, I have, like, um my sl- – I got, like, a whole thing here, my legs, my chest uh, – not my chest, my side – they're addicting but they're also therapeutic and it's such a good Mm -hmm. form of like um i think like i think i don't know what do you think do you think it like helps our mental health like in in a sense i think for me it kind of like makes me feel like a new person when i come out almost like a little bit like this is gonna sound lame but like cooler or like a little bit more in control of myself um like i think tattoos for me are like kind of a form of like controlling how i look and it's Mm -hmm. like nothing lasts forever but like i know this is gonna be on my arm i can't even show you this is gonna be on my arm <laughs> yeah in like 40 years i don't know what's gonna happen but i'm still gonna have these so like it kind of like brings me peace because i'm like everything is changing but i'm always gonna have this on my hand so yeah. whatever no i think that's uh, really cool yeah um what about for you is it like for mental health uh, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, it's definitely exactly what you just said for sure. I just think it's like a form of expression for me. And like, mm-hmm. I'd rather look, I'd rather look like I have a bunch of tattoos on myself than wrinkly and old and have some fun because like, it's so form- formidable to like formidable. For- I can't even think of the word form it. So formal. I'll just use that. I think that's what I'm looking for. So, like, <laughs> okay. I feel like it's so formal and structure in like, I don't know, maybe like white collared or blue collar, whatever it is, like, just like, oh, like, no tattoos, my skin is pure. It's like, yo, you're just your body's your body, like you do whatever you mm-hmm. want. And I feel like for me, it's, it's always been that way. Like, I just like, I definitely feel the whole like, I feel cooler. I feel like it's just like, I feel like I, I, I leveled up like I'm playing a video game. 
I got to level 10 and I get this new badge. Like, it's like, that is me. I've just needed to get to that part of my life where I got that on mm-hmm. me. So now I can express who I am and, and feel that. And it's just a personal thing. Like now, like I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I, f- I feel more comfortable in my skin too now. Like that's supposed to be there. So. Yeah. Like, I feel like I love myself so much more. And like, you do kind of like, you know, become a little blind to your tattoos like you like don't notice them but then like when you do really stare at them you're like holy shit this yep. is so cool that, uh, yeah i had a um so i have half a bear left on my bicep and the other half um and i forgot i had it and i did that exact thing like i do that with all of them but that was like the recent one i was like laying in bed and i looked and i was like oh shit that's so fucking sick dude that's so me that's so awesome mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> fuck yeah all right so uh, we did that. We did that. We did that. All right. All right. I want to talk about one more thing in regards to like, excuse me, like you yourself and like what you do. And then I just want to talk a little bit about pop punk and then maybe we can wrap it up. I know it's already been like cool. maybe a half hour and 40 minutes or whatever too. So, um, okay. Gym working out fitness is like my life and clearly is your life. Talk to me. What, how'd you get into it? How does it help you with whatever, even if it doesn't like, what is a gym for you? Um, so I got into it in kind of like a, a bad, like a negative way. Um, so when I was in like eighth grade, I was like diagnosed with anorexia. Um, and part of that for me was like working out because I was like, well, if I work out, then I won't feel so bad when I eat. Um, and so that it kind of started in a negative way. Um, but I wasn't, lifting at that point I was just running um and then um so I got help for anorexia like I went through therapy and all that stuff um and I like I'm recovered obviously I still think that way sometimes but Mm -hmm. I'm overall recovered and have been since then um but then I kept like working out because it did make me feel good about myself um and I got into lifting um the like my freshman year of college I think um because I had been following a bunch of like Fitspo Instagrams and I was like, oh, these like bodybuilding women are so cool and badass and fun. <laughs> and I was like obsessed with them. And then I was like, bitch, I could lift. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have to like just stare at them. Like I could do that. And so I started lifting um, and it made me feel so much stronger, kind of like tattoos. It just made me feel like badass, which I was not used to feeling. I'm very shy actually. And like anxious. So like to find something that like in public, I was like, I feel cool as shit right now. Hell yeah. Um, and so I kind of just kept doing that. And then eventually like, yeah, I did like bodybuilding competitions and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, it just, it started in a negative place, but it, it became like something like it, it's just like a part of my day. I don't even think about, like, I just know it's going to happen. Um, and I love it. Like it's done so much for me, I think. Um, up until getting my back tattoo, like the hardest thing I'd ever done was um, like the bodybuilding competitions, like physically, like I was doing like 90 minutes of cardio in the morning and then I'd go Ugh. back to the gym after work and I would Ugh. lift for like 90 minutes. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I did it now, but um, so like it like taught me that I can do hard things and that's like what a lot of the things in my life that I like are is like challenges that like yeah. I can prove to myself I can do it and then I feel more confident later in life. That's fucking awesome. Yo, okay. I have so much to like fucking dissect right there. Um, <laughs> it, all right. Well, first thing first. That is fucking beautiful. 
you don't know how many people this is going to touch because like and woman in that too because like it's just me and batch and we're guys and a lot of guys can relate to what we talk about as far as like things we've gone through and stuff but the women that listen the girls that listen that is really big for people to hear i I don't know if you know how big that is for people to because like that's vulnerable you're you saying that as well whether it feels it or not because it may just feel like oh that's just like what i how i talk like there's a lot of people that can't even say like anything that you just said let alone like tell people why they do things so i praise you for that because you didn't have to come on thank you (laughs) so that's beautiful um second i'm like you were telling me the beginning of that and i was like laughing slash smiling so i myself pretty much did the same thing as you um i've mentioned it on the podcast a hundred times so i'm just gonna tell you about myself too because i feel like there's some sort of connection in the in in this essence but um so i was like 22 23 22 yeah and um i went through a really bad like um depression state in my mind um i actually tried to take my own life a few times Mm. um and i have really severe ocd anxiety depression and um the ocd ended up getting me into a obsessive compulsive disorder over food um which then turned to anorexia yeah. So, and so when it became that it was, well, I can't eat that because bad things will happen. And if I eat that, I'm going to be fat. And then it's slowly, you know, you, if the circles aren't turning right, then you're not going to be right. So I wasn't sleeping right. Cause I wasn't eating right. And I wasn't eating right because I wasn't sleeping right. And I wasn't, mm-hmm. my mental balance was not good. So, um, I was, I'm six feet tall. I weighed a hundred and I, I don't even know. I'd say 125, 130 pounds. I got wow. down to, mm-hmm. um, super, super skinny. And I never was into lifting or anything that had to do with lifting. I love sports. I always played sports, but I know I wasn't like a jock type sports, just like fun with my friends. Um, so yeah, got down to like 125, whatever. Um, uh, wouldn't leave my house for over a year. Very, very, very dark times. Um, back on track i found videos online about fitness and i i fucking shit you not like you this is sick i can't believe you said it i'm getting so hyped up i did the same thing as you i was like all right well i want to be big and strong and i'm working out now so i got these weights in my house i'm lifting but i'm not eating the right so i'm watching this video well if i work out i'm burning calories if i'm burning calories i can consume food rather than absolutely nothing because i would eat yes so the most i would eat is a couple starburst and a mountain dew that's oh my god that's it um, I have like one day I'll post online my like actual, like I, I logged it all down fast forward. Yeah. So I started working out because of that reason. I said, if I eat, I work out. So just start it. And then, you know, you start eating a little bit more. Your brain starts kicking a little bit better. You start sleeping mm-hmm. a little bit better. It starts telling you, oh, you can eat a burger with bread. It's okay. It's not the end yep. of the world because guess what? You're going to work out. So I had the same shit happen to me. That's so um, wild. I know. That's why I was like, I got to tell this story. And like one day, like. I'll get the podcast, probably one of our first episodes. I'll send you a clip of it. That's literally the same story. Um, So, and uh, yeah, so I started doing that and uh, I still struggle with eating for sure. It's definitely not as bad. Mm -hmm. Like I eat, I'm 205 pounds now. Like I Mm -hmm. work out, I lift and I eat and I love it. And uh, like right now I'm in a bulk and then I'll cut, like I'm so obsessed. And uh, yeah, but I get you there. Yeah. So, but it's super hard. I feel like with eating disorders, because like, no matter, like it's still always going to be there and with OCD. Yep. Yeah. Um, I yeah. actually, yeah. I struggle with the OCD bit too. Like I don't have like compulsions, but like pure O, I don't know if you've heard about that, like obsessions, like no, what's pure that? O is just, it's like, it's the OCD without 
compulsions. So basically like, I just like have obsessive thoughts that like I will focus on for like days on end. And then like Mm. one day I'll just stop thinking about it. But um, also I wanted to say that I'm proud of you and I'm glad you're still here. Like I'm glad we're doing this podcast right now. Fuck yeah. Yo, (laughs) hell yeah. That's the shit. That's the energy I'm looking for. Like that's so good. Thank you for that. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, Now, I also, with that being said, um, did you struggle with body dysmorphia too while going through like the anorexia and stuff? Because I still struggle with that. A little. I think I I knew I was small, but Mm -hmm. I didn't think that like I was, I think I was scared of losing the smallness is what I really kept me down. I didn't ever think that I was overweight. I was just like, I know I'm small. I know I'm bony, but if I eat more, I'm going to be bigger than I want to be or something like that yeah um and so I think I was just in a phase where it's like I didn't realize there was like a healthy weight I could look yeah um I thought it was either like extreme thin or extreme like same obese like I didn't think there was like this whole range (laughs) of body types I could be that would be healthy and like good for me yeah no absolutely no and I feel that completely I I go through that too I feel like for me, I, I struggle with it a little bit more. Like I'll, I'll do the whole look in the mirror thing. And like, I literally, it's crazy. Like I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, like my biceps will be popping. My six pack will be shredded. And I'll be like, yeah. And then I'll like two seconds later, I'll be like, damn, dude, I'm so fat. And like, I mean it, but people think I'm like <laughs> yeah. such an asshole. I'm like, no, I seriously mean it. Like there's fat. And just I like my brain. Yeah. It's just an it, chemical imbalance. And I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of people struggle with that. So it's really cool to hear it from like, another person's perspective without like even saying my side and also being a female I think that's oh man that's super cool that not that you have to struggle but um it also makes <laughs> us a better so person cool struggling. it's so cool you, no, actually that's I'm kind of a dope share thing. all of this <laughs> that's like, so dope I yeah I like the way I've turned out so even though parts of my life have sucked like I like what I am now so it's all it's all cool <laughs> hell yeah word well thank you for sharing um all right, let's get into like the last little part here. We'll just talk about some pop punk shit and then we'll get going. Hell yeah. Um is like 10 more minutes cool or I don't yeah, want to keep you me. too long. Um all right. All right. Um all right, tell me your favorite top top pop punk bands. I know you already did a fucking TikTok on it. Let's fucking go. Um, Give me like okay, five so to ten, whatever you want. You can do three, but I'll I'd do say five. however many I can count. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm gonna say that my favorite ever is the story so far so nice hat yes um let's go like i feel like they're the most like pure just pop punk to mm-hmm. me um other ones i really like i really like pre-2013 fallout boy um okay. like new fallout boys trash okay, come on but let's it's be not, honest it's, it's not, not it's not pop punk no <laughs> um so pre-2013 fallout boy um I really like Neck Deep. I don't know if they're actually going to be on my favorites, but I'll say them right now. Um, I really like them. Um, Waster. I've been obsessed with Waster, honestly. Like, they're so fun. Um, I like Belmont a lot. It's like kind of like a little bit, I don't know. I've heard them described as like easy core, but like I just discovered that genre name. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, And so those are some of them. I'm trying. It's like one of those things when somebody asks you, I'm like, I know, I don't don't know any bands. I know, I know, I could, I know it's that's why, like, I only want like the top few. Like, usually we just say, like, what's your Mount Rushmore of pop punk? And that means, like, just give us like three. So, like, four, three, four. Yeah, you killed Um, it. 
yeah so those are some if i think of any more i'll just randomly shout them out <laughs> they trust me yeah i know the feeling like you, you were saying them and i was just thinking like oh yeah tiger's draw title fight blah 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 like i just kept going title fight yes yes title yes fights on the list um i'm gonna kick off uh belmont title fights on the I'm list gonna kick off. come on uh, it's, I can no, it. it's too hard. I love title fight so Hell much. Hell yeah. Title fight and Tiger's Draw were, were like probably one of the first bands I ever like when I started really getting into the uh like scene. Like I I felt like an OG knowing those bands. Mm-hmm. Like a real OG. Um that's sick. So with you said Belmont, yo, what did you think of that mixtape? I love it. I oh like God. last week I just listened to it on repeat, especially because I saw them live on Monday. So then oh, that, you lucky that dog. After you see a band live, you know you're obsessed with them yep. the next week. So yep. I was listening to them and Capstan just like on Fuck yeah. We had uh we had Anthony from Capstan on here. I saw that actually. I was scrolling your podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some we had some pretty cool people that we like kind of surreal, kind of like how you were talking about with like TikTok and Instagram, just people following you, and you're like, like we had that happen too. And we're like, like with bands, and we're like, whoa, this is fucking mm-hmm. kind of creepy but also really fucking sick yeah you're like i have to play it cool now I yeah. like i don't want them to unfollow me <laughs> it's like you can't be like elf uh buddy the elf screaming santa's here yeah <laughs> um dope yeah i thought the mixtape was fire um it's definitely got like what do you think it's to me it has like the lo-fi vibes like from mm-hmm. it's just and it's so fucking sick and the music videos are dope and it just makes me so happy that they drop some fire ass shit. I know. I, I want more from them. Like Hell I yeah. want to hear more. I want like a full album. <laughs> Yo. And how did, how Taz, Taz is just an animal. I don't know how, mm-hmm. how he's just an animal, but word. All right, sweet. So we got that out of the way. Uh, what were the other things I wanted to mention with pop punk and shit? Two things left for you. Oh, cool. actually, a side note, a side note. No, no, three things. I'm sorry. I have ADD. Okay, I, I can handle it. <laughs> You're like looking at me like, okay, two things. All right, he said three things. I'm not sure if we're on six things. All right. Number two, or oh, whatever, fuck it. What, what is, uh, what's pop punk do for you? What does just music do for you? How does it make you feel like, like, what is it? Because I'm sure we all have a very similar thing, but we're all like different people. So like, how does it affect you? I think it's kind of like calming to me. Um... I don't like I can't even always relate to like what people talk about in the songs but like just listening to other people like talk about their problems or like sing about their problems um like makes me feel more at peace with my own problems like it's such kind of like I feel like a lot of pop punk kind of like emphasizes like fucked up parts of yourself or like things happening and it's like okay I feel a lot more at peace because I have fucked up shit happening to me I'm fucked up and so it's just like it kind of just makes me feel calm and more like connected and also having been to shows and stuff it like reminds me that there are people that like I don't know like I love the vibe of shows at pop punk uh, like for pop punk shows so like I don't know it's it makes me feel connected even when I'm alone in my apartment listening to music fuck yeah it's like makes you feel like you're not alone and you have like someone Mm -hmm. understands you whether it's just like you said, like li- listening to the music doesn't have necessarily be like a meaningful lyrics. It could just be like a dope ass, like fucking guitar solo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I definitely I think like anybody who listens to it for the most part um, has that same feeling and just that feeling of like uh, comfort. I think that's like the super way. It's like a little blanket you can always hold, even if you're just mm-hmm. jamming out alone. Um, and there's nothing like a pop punk fucking show. There's literally uh, nothing yeah. like it. 
like they're so fun i don't need to know you and we're best friends like that's mm-hmm. how it goes we're all best friends here and it's just so fucking dope like when i saw no pressure uh, it's a little more hardcore like that was like more of a hardcore show but like the same thing just like everybody's i like, want to go to one of their shows so bad dude they're so like i fucking was singing with parker cannon he did the whole like you know the normal hardcore fucking sing with me jumped on part like we're just jumping around fucking dude those shows are so lit you gotta go mm-hmm. one day one day you'll go i will all right um so being a mental health podcast besides just like pop punk and stuff like that um i just wanted to have you if you could if you don't want to it's totally fine um what are some ways that you can tell people what are some ways that can help people cope with uh you know, anxiety, mental health, whatever they're going through, what are some things that you do that maybe others can relate to that can like help them out? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a very anxious person. Um, I feel like things I do that help me, like I did find drawing, like I just started doing that. That really helps me. It's just like something that completely focuses my mind kind of, because I'm like creating a world of my own. Um, so like finding a hobby that kind of takes your mind out of the world and even out of other people because like a lot of my anxiety I feel like I just am worrying about other people um so like something very personal that you can have um I feel like that helps um working out has helped me I know a lot of people don't like doing it but like it just makes you feel so cool once you start to like it like it's just like I feel so strong (laughs) um and it's a good way to empower yourself I would say that um and even just telling yourself like like you're gonna feel better eventually like a lot of days I feel fucking awful but I'm like you know I felt this awful before and I will feel like this again but I also will feel good again like even though that's so simple and people say it all the time but like it's so true you will feel good again it's like when you have a runny nose or something you think you're <laughs> never gonna be or like a stuffy nose and you're like Yo. I don't remember what it's like to breathe through my nose but you're like I know I'm gonna <laughs> breathe through my nose again it's kind of like that like when you feel like shit you're like I don't remember what it feels like to feel happy but you're gonna feel it again like eventually that's fucking sick that was a really good no that analogy was fucking spot on i was like with you you. damn i feel that shit that runny nose shit is true dude yeah because when you're sick you're like i'm never gonna feel it again you got two fucking toilet papers up your nose and you're like yeah let's fuck my life there's nothing worse than this it's never going away my nose is never gonna work again no that's so true yeah and just knowing that you've been through it uh that's one of the biggest things yeah that was awesome thank you for sharing that that's gonna help a lot of people seriously um all right so i just want to end it with saying like dude your last tiktok of law dispute had me fucking dead that was fucking Thank righteous, you. dude. Good job on that. You fucking nailed it. Just sitting there, like smiling, like it's okay. It's great. Okay, I gotta. It, I, I I admit though, I have done that TikTok before, but I did it with like the original song, so okay. just like the regular song without the Christmas. And then I did shit. it with the country version. Oh, okay. And now this is the Christmas version, <laughs> so it's and it always does well, and I always wear that shirt. That's fire as fuck. Yeah, you killed that <laughs> shit. That was so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, last thing. Um promote the fuck out of yourself let people know what where they can get you where they can look for you and all that shit and i'm gonna put it in the uh podcast instagram i'll throw it on i'll throw something together for tiktok for my tiktok i only have like you know 20 something followers right now because we just started but just tell everybody where they can get everything and do everything for you um so my twitter and my 
wait, no. My Twitter is Olive, <laughs> A-W-L-I-V-V. Uh, my Instagram and TikTok are A-W-L-I-V-V underscore Olive underscore. Um, and my other platforms, if you're interested, are all in my bio or like linked in my Instagram and Twitter bio, but I'm not going to talk about them here. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Olive, uh, I really appreciate you coming on. I hope we can, you know, have you come on again in the future, maybe break down like an album or something or just that'd be super fun. I think that would be really cool since you have a really good background and like you're like really good with pop punk and shit. And, um, so we'll be in touch. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just go from there. I really seriously at the bottom of my heart, like I am proud of you. You are a beautiful human being. You've come on here. You've talked about a lot of things you didn't have to. Um, we don't know each other and you're just a great um, person. So keep kicking ass and enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. You're really easy to talk to, by the way. I was so oh, yeah. fucking nervous coming <laughs> on. So like, thank you for making this a fun experience. Fuck yeah. That makes me happy. I, I don't want to be a robot and make you feel like you have to do shit. Like we're just here to talk. We're human beings. So no, this was super fun. Like, Word. thank you for having me. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Olive. Have a good night. Yep. You do. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was uh that was really 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 fun. What an amazing person. What some great great stories, great insight. I'm really like I'm really happy she talked about all of that like mental health stuff. Uh not sure if she was gonna or not. I'm glad she did. Like that was just really really beautiful to hear from another person's perspective. Almost the same exact story that happened to me as far as being, you know, anorexic and then finding the gym to help cope with that and find their way out of that dark hole because that's some people can't get out of that um and that was just really fucking cool jesus christ wow fun stuff guys uh i really hope you enjoyed that one because i know i did um so if you didn't get from what we just talked about go check out olive on instagram that's a w l i v v Check her out on TikTok, check her out on Twitter, and any other site she's got, go check it out. She also makes a Spotify playlist. She's got a link tree. Go check out her link tree, too. It's got everything you need. And let me get a drum roll, please. Olive dropped merch. That's right, people. Olive dropped merch. And if you want to get some merchandise by Olive, check out her website. That is olive.bigcartel.com. Or just go to her link tree and you'll get it. Dude, she got some dope shit. I already pre-ordered the um, embroidered shorts. They have a little heart. It's, <laughs> it's fucking sick, dude. She's got uh, hats. She got dad hats. She's got a t-shirt. She's got like a sweatshirt. Go support this fucking beautiful human being. Ah, man, fucking sick ass shit. So, thanks again, Olive. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks again for being vulnerable. Uh, and I know we're going to be talking in the future and reviewing some albums and shit. So, that being said, I know we're all missing Batch, as I am. Mr. Batch is not here. He'd be yelling at me. He'd be like, Steve, you're so stupid. I'd be like, Batch, come on, man. Don't say it. Be like, Steve, you're just so dumb. You got to get off the podcast. And I'd be like, come on, dude. You got to be nicer to me. But like, that's it. You got to get out of here, bud. I'd be like, dude, you're so sweet. I just love your face. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. So this is usually where we go. So we're going to go. As in me. And I hope you love every single person around you. <laughs>